All right. Hey, Malachi. Um, yeah. What day of the week is it? I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> I have no idea what day of the week it is. Every day is the same now. Everything is strange. Uh, but I don't know. We've got a good show today. Um, let's run the theme real quick. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm cool snitch, but right. you know. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm gonna I'm gonna predict that that's gonna be a, a <laughs> smashing success. Yeah, it will go over well. Welcome to Talk About Town, a podcast about real estate and other stuff. And now your hosts, Mal and Neil. All right, howdy towners. This is Neil, uh, episode 33, still under quarantine. Malachi, how are you today? I mean, I'm just doing the same thing I was doing two weeks ago at this time. <laughs> my, my yard's looking good. That's one thing that everybody's getting done, I think, at least, is yard work. We have, we have nothing else to do except yard work. I'm building a treehouse as if I didn't have projects started in the back already. I forgot about that. And... uh I said, hey, hell, I've got some time. Let's build a treehouse. And it's, uh, it's taken shape. It's almost there. I just got to put kind of the outside and the roof on now. It's going right. to be pretty gangster. So we've got a guest today that I'm excited about. Joey Wagner, how's it going? What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Thanks yeah. So. Um, so let me pull up your, uh, your people. So Joey, you, you run a marketing group in Louisville. And you got some big name clients, I see. Uh, Churchill Downs, U of L, Kentucky Derby Festival, Lou City, among many others. JCPS, uh, which just started their uh, learning stuff this week online. Which oh, yeah. I'm glad they did. It actually kind of saved us a little bit because the kid, you know, it's it's hard to tell your kids like, you know, 16 hours of stuff to do after a while. It's just like, ah, whatever. It was just right. Lord of the flies. <laughs> so we're back to, uh, to some stuff. So thanks for coming on. I think this will be a fun time. Um, friend of the show, Jeremy and I were at a, uh, men's basketball game this winter and, yep. uh, Jeremy popped over. I invited Jeremy on tonight. He couldn't, he's, he couldn't do it tonight. He's tied up. So, uh, that would have been fun, but I think we're um, we got some friends in common. Aren't you friends with uh, Lauren Treese? Oh I yeah, yeah, I know Lauren. Yeah, she was on the show one time. Um, her niche is being a real estate investor. She's like, oh, ask Joey, he'll do it. So yeah, uh, she's good people. She is good people. We had a good time uh, having her on the show. She was on an early episode. She was like our second or third guest yeah second or third guest for sure she needs to come back on too we're way better now than we were then. oh yeah stuff's crazy now i know, I know how to edit audio now right we uh, kind of know what we're doing <laughs> starting to so what what's happening in real estate these days in louisville let me hit you with uh the normal numbers for week to week comparisons march 22nd of 2019 there were 335 solds same week of 2020, 331 sold. So that doesn't, there's really full, that's really not that big of a, of a change, but listings. So the same week of 2019, March 22nd to the 28th, there were 525 new listings. 
March 22nd to the 28th of 2020, 3.54. Oh, so we're way down from last year. So I had some stuff actually fall through because uh, a guy got uh, laid off temporarily. Kind of sucks. Um, but people are still still buying out there. I think it'll get a little buyer friendly. Um, we'll see, you know. So I think it depends on how long this goes on. Like I that, think we're, we're we're in for a dip that hadn't hit yet, is what I think. Well, I had a multiple offer situation the other day on the house, and the buyer was pre-approved conventional, great, and they were in the healthcare industry as like a nurse. So when I saw that, I was like, their job's not going anywhere. Yeah. If any job isn't going anywhere, it's anybody in the healthcare facility. Uh, industry I'm, so I, i'm so closing, I comfortable with that <laughs> i'm closing one tomorrow she works for humana night yeah so, that's that's pretty yeah, she's she's solid <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, but i think the time of year is normally we have a, a major influx right now between now the end of school year i mean that's when you get another big push too so i mean i don't know I don't know how buyer friendly it's going to be. That's, that's my only question. I have no, there's still people out there pre-approved. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'll, I'll leave it at this. I listened to an economist the other day who was sounding the alarm about what's to come. And I'm not a doomsday kind of guy, but like he knows a lot more than me and the stuff he was talking about sounds um, pretty dire really. Yikes. Yeah, so we'll see. I asked another guy that said, that'll eh, be bad, but not as bad as that guy says. So who knows? Yeah, there's always two sides to everything. So, yeah. Yeah, well, you have anything else for real estate? I mean, that's it. Just those numbers. That's what, and it's going to be really crazy this time next year to look at the number, those week to week comparisons to see if it rebounds. And yes, it will. Yeah. And, and to listen to this show, like what's going on? It's really strange because. Um, you know, I think I've said before, my wife works out of town most of the time, but she's, she's home-based right now. Um, kids are home-based. I've still got some work going on, but not like I usually do. So I have to like, I have to structure my day in an, in an entirely different way. And then it, it, I don't know, I'm a creature of habit. It kind of messes me up a little bit. A lot of people like to have their routines and this is anything but yeah. for, for 90 five percent of the world i think so yeah uh, all right well um i'm ready to move on from that all right let's move on and let's get joey to jump in here because i want to talk about the first full week of april um we're at the end of the week so uofl just won the 2020 national championship on monday yeah that's right you can claim that (laughs) (laughs) i anointed them the winners basically when they canceled the championship the whole tournament i think a lot of people did (laughs) And then they ran that sim, and uh, and apparently they won too. So, I uh, I wonder what Vegas is doing right now. No, oh, crazy. Because how I can't I, imagine. I, I, I don't know the number, but it's something astronomical with the the office pools. How much money is slid around between the tournament and the brackets and all that stuff that is just not out there now, like anywhere. And they're not they're not making any money on anything. So. Uh, I wonder how they make it out there. Yeah, and I guess casinos are all shut down now too. I have no idea. Yeah, uh, yeah we were supposed to go out there for uh, the first week of March Madness for uh, one of my best friend's 30th birthday and shut us down, man. They're losing a lot, a lot of money. Damn. I bet. And, and I mean, I just think it, it, their entire economy is service-based and face-to-face. It's just 
I don't know. And packing as many people into confined spaces as they can to get their money. <laughs> so, yeah, they're uh, sure. they've got to be. I haven't even heard one mention of that. Now that we say that, we're talking about sports being canceled, but nobody's talking about the other Vegas side, being canceled. The other side of <laughs> yeah, that's uh, crazy. So, Joey, would we have won? I think we had a good shot. Um, you know, you know, you hate to see, you know, computers pick us to win and we don't get to play. And, um, you know, I think Coach Mack did a great job this year. And, you know, I think, you know, we had a really, really good shot. Um, but we'll never know. And, and that's disappointing, man. It's, it's, been, the, it's been the craziest um, month, I'll tell you. It is. Um, it's really disappointing. You know, early in the season, I was like, oh, that's it. This team can win. And then they kind of hit a little slump there towards the end. It's like, who knows? But the team is so deep, and that matters in March and no April. I, I think it, it could have been good. And poor poor Ryan McMahon, man. I, he's He's been through some stuff. I hate to see it end like this for him. That's that's not cool. No, Ryan's a good kid. He actually – he was actually over at my house last week. Um, my wife trains his girlfriend. Okay. Um, so they they stopped by the house last week and six feet um, apart though, right? Yeah, six feet apart. <laughs> my uh my son turns thirteen here in about two weeks, so Ryan brought him over a jersey for his birthday. He's just a oh, good that's kid, awesome, man. Yeah, he's a great kid. I feel sorry for him. I mean, he has he's been through a lot, and um, but he'll bounce back, man. You know, we had a great talk, and you know, it's been cool. I've kind of been like a little uh, mentor to him, obviously being an entrepreneur, and you know, giving him some some advice is kind of like a big brother of you know, weighing out all of his options. Does he go overseas and play? Does he stay here in Louisville where he's a legend and, you know, work as a, a local business person? And um, does he move to Utah with Donovan? Cause you know, they're best friends and, right. you know, so he's got a lot of options on the table, which is good for him. Um, so he's got a lot of uh, thinking to do. He went home to Florida uh, last week for about three weeks to spend time with his family before he comes back. And, but um, yeah, he's such a good kid, man. I loved watching him play and you can just tell, you know, and, and his story, you know, you're like, you go from barely recruited to starting on a, a top five program. And it's, it's, I don't know. It was fun. You know, Ryan's got the ball and he's open. Chances are it's going in too. No doubt. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then I did see um, scrub is opting out of coming. Now he's going straight to the NBA, I guess. Yeah, he signed with an agent today. It sucks. I mean, he's Damn, such a good player. Yeah, yeah, he's. I mean, obviously, happened. I think. I think yesterday, him getting uh, named JUCO Player of the Year just kind of pushed him over the edge. Um, he's such a good player. I saw him play in high school a bunch. Obviously, being a local kid, and you know, he improved really, really, really much, a lot. You know, in in JUCO, and it's a big blow. It sucks. You know, it leaves Coach Mack with two scholarships now. So, right. Um, he's got. He's got to go out and find uh, two more guys. Is it? Uh... You know, I don't, I don't know a bunch about the recruiting. Is it late in the game to find top tier talent? I mean, it's going to be tough to find a guy as good as Jay Scrub this late in the game. Um, you know, I know he, Coach Mack, is recruiting a big man. Where there's a couple guys out there that we're in the running for. Um, you know, and then obviously now with Scrub, you know, letting him know today that he signed with an agent, then he's going to have to kind of get creative and and, and try to see who's out there. And, and you know, and there's still going to be some transfers that are end up making a decision in the next couple of weeks. Right. Um, that'll end up entering the portal as well. So I think it's just kind of a waiting game. Yeah. But we got a Juco guard, what, yesterday? 
Is that uh, yeah? Yes, uh, yeah, the kid, the kid from Radford. He's legit. Yeah, that I, I've seen some stuff about him. He looks legit. I'm excited. Yeah, they um, said he was the number one uh, fifth year player available. So they, that's huge for us to get. Yeah, and but he's a point guard, right? Yep. Yeah, point guard. So, and then what's that do to DJ? See, just I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if DJ moves to the two. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's a big point guard. You know, he's six five, six six point guard. So I don't know if yep. we're moving to the two or not. I'm excited. DJ's he's going to be so good next year. <laughs> he was fun to watch. Um, we were at the. What'd you say? I said it'll be his last year. Eric, yeah, no for, he makes, yeah, for he sure. Makes a leap, he's gone. Yeah, no for doubt. sure. Um, we were at uh, Jeremy and I actually again. We were at another game, and it was the first one that he got in. I think. Um, I think Malik got in and DJ got in both about a game earlier than we thought we'd see him, and he comes in, throws down a dunk as his first points, and everybody's just looking at each other like, oh, okay, that's cool. That'll work. <laughs> nice. So, um, I don't know. I'm excited. I think um, I'm a big Mac fan now, and I'm just a little disappointed because it was it was time to – to really see what was going to go on. No, I hate it, man. It sucks. Um, you know, you lose a kid like that, that you really hope you were going to get, especially a local kid too. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, it is what it is. You can't get all of them and you just got to kind of move on and rebuild. But I think coach Max got us in a great place. I mean, he's a great recruiter. He's a great guy. Kids want to play for him. Um, I mean, you see that just in the recruits that he's getting now. Um, so, I mean, I think we're in for a, a, you know, a good run over the next three to five years for sure. Yeah. Which game was it where it was, we sucked the whole first half and, uh, and then came out and it was just a different, different ball game the second half. Uh, and I, I was like, I want to know what Max said. At half I think time. it was the ACC game. Was it like Clemson or yeah, it was a it horrible was one, first half. And then yeah. we just came out and smoked them in the second half. Yes. It's like, man, that, Coach them up, you know. I love that. NC State, maybe. I don't. It was it was an ACC game. I remember because we were yeah. down like I think right. ten or twelve at half, and then we yeah. went on like a thirty-eight to five run or something. Yeah. yeah, that was that was fun. Um, I say, as long as we don't mess with football, then coronavirus. All right, you know, you 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 had us in the first half. Not gonna lie, but uh, yeah. we can't cancel football, man. Well, I saw today, um, you know, Vince came out with a statement today saying that, you know, they're willing to push football back, like even push it to November um, start date and play through um, like January, uh, even in the cold weather, as long as it's not on the same day as a basketball game. Um, So, I mean, he pushed that today. I mean, you know, the the, the football budget is a big part of the the budget for athletics. So, you know, he, he basically, but more, I guess the point was, he doesn't want to start in September with no fans. Mm-hmm. He would rather start in November with fans. And would they play – they'd play 12 and just schedule them as you go? Yeah, I think so. I'd probably be no bye weekends. And yeah. you, know, you would play November, December, January, um, and then bowl season. I don't know how they would do that, man. But, I mean, this changes everything. You know? It does. It's wild. Um, I kind of – I don't know. I, I went uh, – I was a little bit of a roller coaster with this whole thing. Um, I mean, it really messed me up for a while. Just, I don't know. I really am a creature of habit. 
and like not getting in. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I, th I think I'm back. I'm, I'm good. And I'm like observing now and says like, man, that's crazy. And like, you know, people arguing about everything with the saying about people. It's just, I don't know. Now, now it's more interesting to me, but I'm like, I'm a big NFL fan too. So yeah, no doubt. Like, man, you can't mess with the NFL. They're going to be uh, doing, obviously aren't they doing their drafts from home. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They're doing their GMs drafts like, like we're doing. Yeah. Right. GMs <laughs> yeah. and owners are going to be drafting kids from their living room. Yeah. Yeah. Which, um, you know, they put those guys, I mean, they had the combine, but that all the pro days are out all and all the, the private meetings and everything. So there's definitely less to go on this year than people have previously. And then well, that might be, that's what sucks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, you got a kid that, you know, that wants to go pro and he could be a standout at a big pro day, or he could be a standout at a combine, you know, that, he's not going to get that opportunity because, you know, a GM or an owner can't see him in person. You know, he's watching yep. him over a, a zoom call or he's watching <laughs> him over a FaceTime interview. You know, that's, that's the scary part. And even these guys in the NBA, you know, I mean, these guys that are going in the draft, like there's yep. going to be no draft combine in Chicago, right? right. It's going to be all, like I said, sending recorded workouts to these GMs and owners and taking a lot of risks. So, you know, that's been crazy. I mean, obviously, you know, with me having an event business, you know, to be able to see how everything has changed and, you know, how the Derby got pushed from May to September and how the Olympics got canceled and the Masters and all these major sporting events um, to see, you know, what they're going to look like. Like, what's Augusta going to look like in November? You know, right. like, um, you know, what's a Major League Baseball game going to look like with no fans? It's, it's going to be interesting, man. And, um, you know, you hate it for those athletes. And, you know, I'm glad the Olympic athletes fought for – the no Olympics because it's like, it's not fair to them if they can't train. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, the Olympics is the Mecca. So, um, and I think they've made a lot of the right decisions because there's so much uncertainty, but it's, it's definitely the weirdest year ever in sports. And I think it's only going to get more weird. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and to process that for a second, it's just bit, I mean, whatever we get back to is going to be strange. Uh, although, yeah. A September in Kentucky is sometimes the about the nicest weather you can have. It might so, be a hundred. It might be seventy. You never that's, know. that's true. That's true. My birthday's late September, and this is early. So I'm I'm thinking my birthday is always like picture perfect. Um, you know, seventy degrees and sunny is oh. the norm for my birthday. Yeah, nice. I think for you know for me today, it kind of like it kind of hit me for really the first time. I haven't been out too much. But like today I went to the post office and, you know, I'm wearing a mask and I'm six feet from other people and there's lines where people are standing. And I'm just like, you know, I was telling my wife when I got home, like I was, there was a grocery, the grocery store over there by the post office. And it was like the grocery store was 40 people out the door and they're all six feet apart. Like that was one of the weirdest things that I ever experienced. And like, that was like the first time today I was like, this is wild. Like, mm. I cannot believe I'm standing in line at a post office with a mask on my face. Like, <laughs> trying to send out a letter, you know, like so nuts. a letter. <laughs> the hell yeah, I, had to mail, I had to, I had to mail something today. <laughs> I mailed something not too long ago. I just think it's funny. Um, yeah, I went to Kroger, uh, this morning actually, and they have the little pads, you know, it's like, it's probably, it's six feet or more even. And so I'm there in the line getting checked out and the lady behind me is like way behind me. I'm like, now this I can get used to though. 
because mm-hmm. <laughs> people crowd you out and you know, you know, they're trying to reach over your stuff for the little separator bar and everything. And I wonder if like, the germaphobes even leave their home. Like what's Howie, um, who's that? Mandel. Yeah. Howie Mandel. He's a big, uh, he's, he hasn't been shaking hands for 50 years. So he's, yep. he's on board for all this social distancing. But, uh, that's what I'm wondering. I'm like the people that already struggle with germs, definitely. I would, they don't even, they're not leaving their house. You're, they're not going anywhere right now. I would just, I mean, it's like the steroids. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I bet not. Well, um, let's talk marketing real quick. So I just think um, it's such a strange time economy wise. And so um, I actually work with a marketer that we run a bunch of uh, social media kind of stuff. And um, evidently Facebook ads are on sale right now because there's so many eyes on Facebook right now. They don't have, mm-hmm. they don't have the content to fill it. Um, and it, you know, marketing capturing that, that attention are people doubling down on marketing or people stepping back? Is it a combination? Yeah, it's kind of all over the place right now. Um, you're seeing a lot of companies shift their marketing um, from whether, you know, radio print or television over to digital. I mean, digital was already killing it. Um, but now it's even higher because everyone's sitting at the house, they're on their phones. Um, you know, a lot of companies are uh, spending advertising dollars on Netflix and Hulu because everybody's bored and they're watching shows like Tiger King, all these crazy shows that are all on TV. So did you, did you watch Tiger King? It was cool. I watched it. It was, (laughs) it was, it was, um, it was a little circus for me, but it was good. Yeah. yeah, So a lot of these companies are shifting them, um, digitally. Um, a lot of video content for their ads. And um, that's been an interesting thing, you know, like for us, obviously, you know, we've lost a couple clients that, you know, obviously they're in the restaurant industry and that are, you know, are struggling right now. I mean, they're making decent money and carry out, but you know, we're doing the right thing. We're still helping them out, even though that, you know, they really can't pay their bill. You know, we're still helping them with their social media over the next couple months, just to kind of just show them some love. And because we know when this thing gets over with, it'll, you know, they'll come back stronger than ever. But yeah, I mean, digital and, and, and video right now is king. Um, you know, I, I have heard that, you know, Facebook, I have kind of have a love hate with just because um, I sometimes think that, you know, the analytics are a little off or a little weird just right. because the algorithms on social media right now are so crazy. I mean, you might have 25,000 likes on your Facebook page and you put out a post and you might get a hundred likes, you know, but you have 25,000 hard likes there because that's what it's showing you on your group. But the flyer you put out because of all the algorithms, because Facebook is basically only allowing people to see what they want them to see because you're going to say, Hey, your ads not, you know, your flyer's not performing well. Do you want to buy some ads? Um, So, I mean, Mm -hmm. they're kind of controlling that market of what they want people to see and what they don't. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of our, our, our clients that, you know, we're still working with, they're shifting everything over to digital and, and social ads. Well, like traditional media, like, uh, I don't know if you just got bunny ears or like, you know, dish or whatever, something like that. Is it, is it just, it'll be gone in 20, 30 years. What do you think? You know, I mean, you hate saying it, you know, it's like you hear all the time, oh my gosh, radio's dying, print's dying, TV's dying. I mean, who knows? Um, You know, we live such in a digital world where everyone lives with their cell phone in their hand. And, you know, obviously for these companies, they're really looking at the ROI, right? You know, 
did they get um, return on you know an investment on their on their marketing spend and um, that that's the biggest thing they're really looking at you know and, and digitally you can really more track that ROI a little bit better. Right. I don't know if it'll go away on the traditional because you know there's still going to be companies that want to spend money on billboards because they believe in traffic and there's going to be companies that that want to spend to, to sponsor the wave three weather because a lot of people watch the weather you know um but i mean it just it just depends on the company you know if yeah. you're a company wanting to push you know online sales right you're gonna spend your money in digital if you're uh you know a music festival and you want to reach a ton of eyes you might put a billboard still on the highway it just depends right. depends on depends on the genre depends on the business well uh i think it, it was last month or in february i had like kind of a opening experience when my dad said oh no i i don't subscribe to the cj print anymore i I just you know cj online and i was like for real (laughs) like it's crazy it's my dad you know like um love you dad but uh every fantasy football season i have to help you reset your password you know so (laughs) no and and there's gonna be you know the people like your dad and like my dad you know my dad's 66 he still likes getting the period journal he likes reading it he likes looking through the paper he loves all well, that, that you know? that's why i was blown away because he he enjoyed that as well but i don't know very strange you know, it, times. It's tough. um it is man and it's like times like this you know there's going to be companies that are struggling that don't want to spend money in marketing you know because they're struggling with their business right now and they're laying off employees the last thing they're going to want to do is spend money right now so it, it's going to be tough man i mean you know, i'm anxious to see when all this is over what happens um, are people going to come out wanting to spend money? Are they going to take some of this, you know, this PPP loan money that they're getting from the government and use that for marketing or, you know, they can't really use it for marketing, but like the money that they were going to use for their payroll and their bank account already, right. you know, are they going to use that for marketing because they can use the PPP loan for payroll? Uh, I don't know. I'm anxious to see what happens. I guess we're going to find out soon. I guess so. Cause um, I was in, a, you know, the company, I have the clients, we got a little group and, um, you know, right now somebody was challenging. They're like, you know, up your ad spend right now. Cause when it hits, then it'll hit. Cause when everything comes back, um, you know, people that innovate and adapt, that's the name of the game, I guess. No, well, right now. I mean, we're, you know, we had a, we had a zoom call with my staff today, just trying to figure out how to stay relevant and stay out there and continue to do cool stuff and great content. And, um, you know, just trying to keep people's attention. I mean, that's what I think a lot of us are trying to figure out right now. So this is different, man. You know, me, a guy like me, I'm 24 seven. You guys were talking about routines earlier. You know, I have my routine every single day. Yep. And, you know, for me to not be able to do that has been very, very hard. Um, you know, I think really the only good thing out of this entire thing is that, you know, I'm, I'm married, got two kids, I'm, you know, 12 year old and 11 year old. Um, and I've gotten to spend more time with my kids and, and my wife over the past four weeks than I have in a long time because, you know, I mean, when I'm at the office, I'm there eight to five, you know, I'm right. with my, my employees sometimes more than I am with my own family. So that's really, pretty pretty been the only good thing out of this whole thing. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's been good here. Like I said, my wife travels like usually during the week, she'll leave on Sunday night or Monday night and come back like Thursday night, Friday morning, something like that. And she's just been here and it's been cool. We like actually get to hang out. Yeah. So cool. Well, Malachi, you got anything else to add before we uh, sign this thing off? Not that I can think of. We've covered everything. Yeah. Uh, 
quick quick and dirty i guess um well joey thank you for coming on uh talk about town with us i appreciate it no thank Um, you guys for having me man you ever need something let us know for sure we'll have to keep in touch and uh hopefully i'll see you at uh, whatever games you know at the uh basketball game football game then the super bowl all on the same weekend that's right, man. Yeah, once we get closer to Derby, man, I'll hop back on here. We'll talk a little bit of Derby, and um, hopefully we'll be partying by then. Heck yeah, sounds good. All right, guys. Thank you for your time, man. All right, thank you. We appreciate it. There we go. <clears throat> That's pretty good and easy. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Talk About Town. Hey, check us out on social media at Talk About Town KY on Twitter and Facebook. Also, you can look us up on the web at TalkAboutTownKY.com. Malachi Hadley and Neil Cox are your friendly realtors with Smith & Wilson Realty.